before we dive into today's episode, we want to make a quick but important disclosure. The information and advice shared in this podcast are intended to provide general knowledge and understanding about wellness and health-related subjects. They are not intended to replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified health provider with any questions that you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health regimen. Remember, your health is your responsibility and it's always best to consult with a healthcare professional. This isn't just another podcast, it's a deep dive into the world of beauty, wellness, and longevity. Now we're here to discuss what beauty really means beyond just appearances. We'll also talk about wellness, the habits and practices that keep us healthy, full of energy. And we'll explore the topic of longevity, looking at the science and realities of living a long, fulfilling life. So sit back, relax, and join us as we go Beyond the Mirror. Welcome back to Beyond the Mirror. I am here with Jennifer Warman-Bloss, and we are going to be talking today about the ever so popular topic of weight loss. We are in a new year, and of course, you know, there comes a lot of New Year's resolutions, and there's thousands of different ways that you can address your health and wellness and lose a few pounds and start feeling amazing in your own skin. But we want to talk about ways to safely do that and ways that you can get a little help. So some of the things that we offer here at Elemental Wellness and Longevity are things like peptides. Um, we offer M-Sculpt. We do, um, we have a Carol bike, you know, all things that are related to producing longevity and wellness in your body are a lot of the things that we study and do ourselves. Um, we also do different diet variations, which we have several podcasts on that as well. But today I wanted to dive into the topic of weight loss. And so Jennifer, you have had extensive history with um, insulin resistance, which makes you gain weight without even really eating. And it's so unfair, right? <laughs> uh, very disadvantaged to just, you know, hey, I want to drop a quick 10 pounds. It doesn't make it very easy for you. So you've had a lot of um, experience with that as well. And so tell me a little bit about how adding in the peptide has made a difference for you. So I think I think we can both speak to different weight journeys that we've both been on in regards to this. And there has been kind of an evolution of technology in weight loss and and so on. And so I have, in many ways, I've been at the forefront. I was blessed to find a doctor who was ahead of the curve and kind of researching things in a different way than most people uh, way back before peptides were cool. And so my journey is that I have been fighting my weight. Well, really like probably since I started having a period Hmm. like that long. Wow. That's a long time. Because I think my first hurdle was actually high estrogen, which Mm -hmm. I had very early on. And I, and I do understand that it plays with my insulin. Those two play together. So I started out with super high estrogen, and for a long time, nobody even knew to look at that. It took 
a long time to pe for people to figure out how to regulate that. It's easy to help low estrogen. Yeah. It's very hard to help high estrogen. And that causes weight gain and makes it hard to lose weight and all that kind of stuff. And so for years and years, we fought my weight through trying to control my estrogen. And eventually we got that under control, but I still really couldn't lose. I was still stuck. At one point, I was working out heartily five days a week, eating 1,200 calories a day, eating low carb, and gaining weight. And it wasn't muscle. Like, you know, everybody's, oh, it's muscle. No, it was not. Um, it was my insulin. So my insulin was basically putting me in a position that if your insulin is very high, which it turns out a very high percentage of the population has this and they don't know it. Mm -hmm. So if you're that person and you're like, oh my gosh, why can my friend eat whatever she wants and she's skinny and she just eats all this garbage food and nothing happens to her and she doesn't work out and I don't understand and I eat one chip and I gain five pounds. You know, so <laughs> if that's you, you're probably insulin resistant, honestly, um, because when your insulin is high, it stores those carbs as fat instead of using it for energy. So you actually feel fatigued and you're being undernourished and you're fat. Like it's like the trifecta of unfair. So unfair. And so... Early on, um, I had a doctor who was very revolutionary, and, and the first thing that we tried was metformin, because mm -hmm. for the longest time, that was the only solution. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, eventually, the first peptide, which was Ozempic, came out. I don't, I don't I'm not remember. The very first peptide was actually insulin. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, and of then, course. Yeah, of course, like our yes. other peptides that we know of now, which which I, I love that you said that because I think people who are a little on the fence about utilizing peptides in general, when we look back and find and they actually discover, you know, insulin is a peptide and it's been used for, you know, years and years now safely, it makes them a little more comfortable with, oh, okay, there are peptides that are medically used well, on the, a regular and basis. And they are in our food. They're, and they're, they're in, everywhere. They are, they are in a lot of things. It's so just, they're a lot more natural than what you would think. Right. Yeah. Right. And your body is used to them and knows what to do with them. And so therefore, you're not going to have a lot of side effects that you would from something else. Right. Yeah. So sure. Stuff. And so I was actually one of the initial pa patients on Ozempic way before the world was, was gone. cool. Yeah, way, <laughs> way before. And it was revolutionary for me. Like, I went from being um, usually very high insulin in, like, the 50s or 60s, which is bad. Um, you want to be under 10 to feel good. And I was just nowhere near that, and I was just so worried I was never going to get there. And you can attempt to control it with diet. I mean, I'm not saying diet's not an option, but I had really thoroughly vetted that. Um, and it just didn't, it didn't even, I mean, I was eating keto without knowing I was eating keto and it was still not still enough. Struggle. Yeah. It just wasn't enough for me. Mm -hmm. So 
How about your weight journey? Um, so I, golly, I think like when I was a teenager, I was always like really thin. And then after I had kids and I can lose weight really easily. And then after I had kids, it was not so much and which is really common with women. And so, and then like I hit the forties, I end up having a, um, emergency hysterectomy in 2019. Um, I dropped like 20 or 30 pounds. Like I looked really good. And then all of a sudden the weight just found me. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? And all the things that I would do before to help me lose a few pounds here and there were not working. Yeah. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And so one of the things that I actually, so I am a very good clean eater. I fast once a week. Um, I do like a three day to seven day fast quarterly. I eat keto pretty much majority of the time. I have one feast day a week. Like my diet is very on point. I work out. I mean, I've, I've got muscles, you know, I maintain muscle really, really well. Um, and so I do all the things. I do all the things that you should do and would be doing to maintain longevity and health. I do them. But it was still not Enough. moving yeah. the needle on the yeah. scale. And so I did add in some semaglutide, and it has made a huge difference. I'm already down 30 pounds, and it's only been um, a few months, which is which is nice. Yes, when I first – I don't remember what my weight was when I first got on Ozempic, but it wasn't good. I mean, but it, it probably wasn't considered horrible either. I mean, I was probably – 180 pounds maybe but I'm small I've got a five foot five height I'm not very it's hard for me to carry that weight mm -hmm. but I've always been a good like workout I've always the same kind of eaten clean I, I figured out a long time ago before I got diagnosed by anybody that carbs weren't my friend mm -hmm. um, and so like once though I added that in it really was it was really a miraculous game changer. It yeah. was. It really was. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, though. There's a lot more to the story than get on the drugs and party on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think for someone, for this to, to really benefit from, you would want to be doing some dietary changes and exercise. Because what happens if you don't do that? So the biggest downside, in my opinion, to the peptides, which I'm now on the terzepatide mm -hmm. instead of the semi-glutide, mm -hmm. and, but I'm not on a big dose. So for those of you that are like, oh, I got to get on this, I'm going to be on this medicine forever, it's possible. I'm not going to be the one that says, oh no, you're going to get off, you'll maintain all the weight loss, it'll be easy and beautiful and simple. It might be. It's possible mm -hmm. if you if you aren't like very insulin resistant, it's possible with dietary changes and you learning how to eat differently because they do suppress your appetite a little bit, mm -hmm. and you could possibly get on and get off and maintain the weight. But some people are not, and I'm one of those people mm -hmm. so far. <laughs> so yeah. we find something else. But I do just a tiny dose now for maintenance. Mm -hmm. And I do not do like a big heavy dose, um, like for weight loss. So I've, I've actually maintained my weight for quite some time at this point, um, using technique, diet, 
and a small dose of either semiglutide or terzepatide. So when did you switch to terzepatide? How long have you been on that? Um, I switched when Monjaro came out and it had the big coupon. I switched okay. for finance, financial reasons. Okay. Because okay. it was $25. I'm like, oh, oh nice. $25? Okay. I could do that. Okay. Yeah. But that's now long gone. And yeah. uh, the, those days have passed. And that's, now we're doing, now I'm doing the compounded version. So I can control and adjust my intake, which is great. I mean, I just do five units uh, once a week right now. Oh, nice. So it's really yeah. not much. Yeah. That's and it, great. And then I've done a good job of, maintaining. But then the downsides to both of these mm -hmm. is you can lose a lot of muscle okay. if you're not careful. Is, does that happen in majority of people or is it like a percentage? It's pretty high mm -hmm. if people are not eating enough protein mm -hmm. while on these medications, if not working out while mm -hmm. on these medications. So if you're the one that's like, oh, it's a magic diet pill and I'm not going to do the things, but I'm just going to get on this drug and lose the weight, you're probably going to have your face sink in a little. Mm -hmm. We all know the whole Ozempic face and all of that. Um, and explain what that is for those that don't know what that is. Honestly, Ozempic face, it's just you lost a lot of weight and it came off in your face. Um, mm -hmm. it, it really honestly can happen with anything. Anything where you have heavy weight loss or dramatic weight loss, it's just fat. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. it, but if you can up your protein, and you might know better than I do what the optimal protein intake would be to prevent that from happening. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, well, it's different for everybody, and it kind of just depends on how much they work out, their size, and, you, you know, so you can go, there's a protein calculator that you can go to online, and it'll show kind of where you're at based on your your age, how much you work out, and your size, so how tall you are, and whether you're male or female. Men need more protein than women. Um, but it's a, it's a good, like, baseline of where you would want to be to help maintain that muscle. And that's actually a hard number to achieve. It is. It's not easy. So if you think, oh, my gosh, I ate tons of protein, I'm fine. You know, I think it is good sometimes to use some of the calculators that can let you see what your macros are. How hmm. much protein are you actually eating? How much carb are you actually eating? How much fat, et cetera? Yeah. Um, I think people should be surprised, would be surprised if they did calculate how many carbs they were actually eating. Because mm -hmm. um, most people drink 42 to 50 carbs in just a soda. Right. You know, so if you do that multiple times a day, then... <laughs> or alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people drink their carbs and don't realize it. Right. But it goes the same, I think, for protein. Correct. If you're not, if you never have gone through the process of measuring those macros, you might be missing the boat on that and you have no idea. Yeah. And protein is very important. It's how your body heals. It's how you maintain muscle. Yeah. So it's, it's super important. It's anti-inflammatory. It's anti-inflammatory. And I mean, I was just reading something that like nobody gets fat on protein, <laughs> you know, like oh. it's, it doesn't like make you bulk up or anything like that. It maintains muscle. And so when you have more muscle, you actually burn more calories, which is there's that too. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about burning fat or getting bulky when no. we talk about working out and 
I, I actually was just listening to something and there's too much working out can actually yeah. cause all kinds of problems yeah, for you. Yeah, stress the body out mm -hmm. tremendously. Mm -hmm. And so there is a happy medium yes. on, you know, your workout and, and using these medications and, yes. um, and so on. And so definitely, like, there's all kinds of benefits and negatives, but maybe you can go through some other thoughts you have on that. Well, I do feel like if, um, you know, you are somebody who is doing, you know, what we call all the right things and still struggling, I really do think that this is very beneficial and helpful. And, and I'm one that doesn't like jump on a bandwagon very easily. <laughs> Took me what, I think I was here for six months mm -hmm. doing tons of research on it before I decided, you know what, I think that would help me because I'm already doing all the right things. So what else can I add that's going to benefit me? And this has been very, very beneficial. I feel like I do have a lot of clients that, that are on either terzepatide or semaglutide, and they say, I feel like I have a lot more control over the foods that I choose. So a lot more self-control. Yes, yes, which is huge for people who are emotional or stress eaters. Right. Huge. Well, and it slows the digestion. Yes. yes, yes. Which is how that satiation happens, where you just yeah. don't feel as hungry. So you're not making as impulsive of a decision. Yes. You might be prone to doing more, uh, you know, better with an intermittent fast style because you don't need to eat as, as yeah. much as when you're off of them. Tell me a little bit about what you notice in the difference since you've done the two. Is there, and you, I know you're on a very low dose of the um, terzepatide, but is there anything that you notice significantly difference between the two? I personally do prefer Monjaro or terzepatide. Okay. Um, I had, some people that do have side effects from them. Of course, you can have that little nausea. I had that. It's Some people had a little bird yeah. or those kinds of, you know, reflux, mm -hmm. um, those types of things. And so I'm very sensitive to them also. I have never had to be on a big dose ever. Right. I just, like, I take it in easily. So I metabolize I'm, it well. Yeah. yeah. I kind of just, like, so I do okay on, because a lot of these you step up. So you start at a certain dose and you step up your dose. And my daughter's on it as well, and she's got to be on a pretty hefty dose, but mm. I do not. Interesting. So I really take it in easily. For me, terzepatide had less side effect. Um, I had to take less product. <laughs> and it's, again, for me, it's not as much about self-control as it is. I, I think my body just has got some things going on that made this happen, maybe genetically or could be the food we, you know, ate as a child and all I have the my theories. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know, I have my theories. <laughs> um, and I've cleaned a lot of that up. So then, you know, you it's have. still an issue. So, mm -hmm. but I, that would be my personal pre uh, preference. And it works on two elements instead yes. of just one. Yes. So explain to us those two. So the, the semaglutide works on the GLP-1. And then, and the terzepatide has the, um, works on the other one, um, the GIP. Yes. And I actually don't fully understand the differences in how those work. Okay. I know they both have, you know, 
they're both GLP one. So, yes. and then you've got the mm -hmm. added element of the terzepatide. Yeah. I just know for me that seems to work better. It's hard though when we're recommending it to people because it's so much more expensive. It really mm. is. Um, I mean, in here you can get your your terzepatide is almost twice as expensive. Yeah. But for somebody that's stuck or not having progress on semiglutide, it is a good option. You might do better. You might perform better. It might be worth the. I mean, if you're spending money on something that's not helping you as much. Mm -hmm. it might be worth spending more money more. on something that's going to work. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And and so like with the terzepatide, it does work on those two hormones within the body and then also helps to regulate the insulin um, stimulation and release that's after the meals. So you eat, you your body responds to what you ate, you produce the insulin, then that insulin moves the food or glucose into the cell and then you store it. And so it's going to, and it's going to help with that. Um, it also slows the process of your stomach emptying as quickly. Right. And it signals you to feel more full longer. And so, so they both do that. Correct. And then this um, also results in better blood sugar balance. So this is why they use it medically for type 2 diabetes. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how they work. It, it just, it. At the end of the day, how I've always understood it is it makes your pancreas work the way it's supposed to. Yes. So we've done all these things with the food supply and the standard American diet and the environment and all the things mm -hmm. that have had a negative impact on how most of our pancreas works, even all the medicines that we're on, unfortunately. And um, this kind of just wakes the pancreas up and or just calms it down and says stop overproducing insulin just yeah. just knock it off you know and and realistically if if insulin is an issue for you so i was a weird one because my a1c has always been fine so i've never been even diagnosed as pre-diabetic and however if i had gone untreated for an extended period of time and the pancreas is pumping out all that insulin all the time, eventually it shuts down and now you're diabetic. Mm -hmm. And so by not treating it, I could have been a candidate for diabetes, even though I wasn't really on, on track for that. Yeah. Um, I, you did mention the liver and I did want to share that, that both of these also tend to help somebody who has like a fatty liver. So if you are somebody who struggles and, and, Working as a nurse in the hospital, the time frame that I did work bedside in medical surgical arena, the amount of fatty liver skyrocketed towards the end of my bedside. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, why are we having so much fatty liver? And, and then I would talk to, you know, some of the geriatric doctors and they're like, well, it's because we have people on so much medication, mm -hmm. you know, or you're bombarded with toxins plus you're adding in the medication. Like the liver can only do so much. It's and like, so, it's like the cup is full on the yes, liver. Yes. Yeah. And nothing's really emptying yes, it out. Correct. And so then that brings me to a whole nother side of things where, and this is one of the things that we do here at Elemental is we coach you through working on 
finding out what those things are that trigger your cell to not work correctly. So in, in the high insulin, like nothing else is off balance, but yet you've got the high insulin levels, like what is going on cellular that things aren't going in and out of the cell correctly. And that's really where we excel and <laughs> love to dive in is figuring out where that malfunction is so that we can help you on a journey to get better. So you don't just get your peptide here, you get a whole bunch of amazing coaching and lifestyle well, and, and not only that, but you, there are people that are going to get on and, and it, and it happens, I hear patients tell me this, um, not from here, but they get on the semi-glutide, they get on the terzepatide and then nothing happens. They don't lose weight. They don't feel that much different. They're pumping up their dose. Well, that there's a blockage somewhere else. Yes. And, and that's what's, that's why they're stuck. So there are other methods and ways to clear that so that those products can actually perform the way that they're supposed to. Absolutely. And sometimes you just got to get to the root yeah. of whatever that is. It's really important to keep in mind that it isn't a miracle pill slash shot <laughs> that, you know, it has a great place in the universe of weight loss, um, but you have to do more than that. You know, it's not, nothing's just going to be that easy. You don't get to eat all the sugar in the world afterwards. Yeah, it's not a know? free pass to have a crummy diet. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. And you're, you're going to do yourself best by yes. doing all the things. And so how. Or some of the things at right? least. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing too. Like we don't expect <clears throat> you to be 100% perfect. You know, that's not what we're saying. But if we can get you five new tools that help to propel you to where it is that you want to go, then we're, we've accomplished our mission. Absolutely. You know, and that's the, the goal here is to really help you facilitate your journey and wherever it is that you want to go with your longevity and well, your health. And you're going to feel better beyond just the weight loss. Then. Oh yeah. I feel so much better just getting that 30 pounds off. You have no idea. I'm like, oh my goodness. But you're like, I'll, I'll even say as an esthetician, I find it extraordinarily interesting to see how I've had clients get on the peptides, lose the weight and the literal on their faces, the level of inflammation is so down. It's crazy. It's amazing. And so there's so many things, whole body that's happening with, Absolutely. with the weight loss, with the change of diet, with the peptide itself, mm -hmm. like all these things, it's, it's making an impact on the whole body, but it's not perfect. No, nothing is. It's still medicine, mm -hmm. still has variables, still has side effects, still has risks, you know, and all mm -hmm. the things are still a part of it. Um, but it can propel you in the right direction if you're stuck or. You, you even mentally feel better, I think, when you're on the right track, dietarily speaking, et cetera. I, I feel like just having been through the journey that I've been through in my life and the struggles and, you know, trying to figure things out or whatever, when I am doing something that propels me into the direction that I desire to go, I already feel better. Right. Because you know in your mind, you're like, I'm, yeah. I'm heading in the right direction. Yeah. I'm not facing backwards, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So reach out. We'd love to hear your questions, your thoughts, your experience with semaglutide or terzepatide. And 
uh, you want to come in and have a consult, we'd love to see you here at Elemental.